Hi, this is Jamie Crawford, Worldwide Evangelist with Breakthrough Ministries, pastor of Epicenter Church in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. Thanks for downloading our Wow God podcast. Make sure to subscribe to get our latest podcast. We appreciate your partnership. It helps keep our ministry going. We hope you enjoy our podcast. And the title is Taking Authority. It's time, and we have, as Epicenter Church, we have taken authority. And what I mean by that is, our intercessory prayer group has gone from being passive, not passive, I don't mean that in a negative way, I don't mean that that way, um, aggressive. Man, we have stepped in to it. And and it has all got to start with Miss Andrea and all the intercessory prayer warriors. They're not people, they are warriors. I mean, we have brought it to the devil. Make no mistake. We don't we have we as I said last week, we we kicked the devil over to the east side of the city, and he's still running. You know, and you and you're probably thinking, what, what, what about the intercessory prayer? You know, I remember that we we were praying, and it was we were doing a lot of asking, but now. I'm telling you, we have stepped in to doing a lot. Uh, we stepped up bold. We, we came to the plate. We came to the plate. And we have hit some home runs. And you want to know the prime example, and I wish he were listening on, on Facebook, had the ability in Denver, Colorado, is Pastor Dan. You know... We, we were in a battle. We were in a battle praying for that man and many other prayer requests. But we stayed the course. Not, not, you know, we didn't take what the doctors were saying negative. That thing, he, had a, he, had a, he had a bumpy road. Make no mistake about it. But with our prayers, and I mean some strong prayers, we, that man is talking, he's, he's, they're going to start preparing. He's had jello today. Off a ventilator, he's had jello. Come on, let's give the Lord a clap off. All right. And they're already talking about pureed food. I mean, he needs to get a plane ticket because he's coming to Oklahoma City. That is... Because if not, we'll just have to go to Denver and, or Grand Junction and hear him. Because that, that, is, that is a praise report. And I mean, and I look at it as our intercessory prayer group, we took the fight to what the devil had for bad. We took it to him. We never let up. We never let up. And that goes along with many other prayers for folks. You know, it goes for me when I had that spot on my liver. Y'all prayed for me. I got a clean bill of health on 
from all the fibro scans, the CAT scans, all that. No cancer. That's a miracle. And I thank all, I thank you for all that. We had a lady received hearing in her ear. We witnessed that. That, that was a miracle. And I'm going to tell you something. I can't say enough. We need to get the entire church involved in that intercessory prayer because I want to tell you something. We, our name is right, Epicenter. We are right above the earthquake. We are right above it. And man, I'm telling you, we are shaking this. We're shaking Northwest Oklahoma City. When they hear about, and I know they have, or they soon will, we, because the folks on Facebook, they're going to hear all this, and they're going to tell. And we're probably going to see a lot of people coming in here. Because the way we prayed for Pastor Dan's healing, there's going to be others coming in here. We're going to see, we're going to see wheelchairs put to the back, and people walking out. If we can hear a lady get her hearing back, we saw a lady get her hearing back, hey, there's no limit. God has asked us to pray strong, aggressive prayers. And man, did we step up. This is just the beginning. Just the beginning. Woo! Man. I'll get... I'll get started on my first story, and, and uh, I'm glad God did that. I'm glad He said, bring number one up, bring number three up to number one, because that, that kind of loosened me up, and I was so excited about it today when I, got, when I read that text. Man, I, just, I was just kind of, you know, I was wanting to, I was wanting to get y'all excited about it too. You know, I mean, we ought to be excited I, man but anyway time to take authority and the story I'm going to open with is going to be about Moses and you're probably thinking hmm well Moses he had to God had to tell him you know, it's time that you take, take authority. I've, I've told you what to do, and it's time you, you do it. And we'll open with Exodus chapter 14, verse 15 and 16. The Lord said to Moses, Why are you crying out to me? Tell the Israelites to move on. Raise your staff and stretch out your hand over the sea to divide the water so that the Israelites can, grow, can go through the sea on dry ground. You know what the Lord was telling Moses? Stop praying and get moving. Stop praying and get moving. You know, sometimes we know what to do, but we pray and we pray for guidance over and over again as an excuse to postpone doing what we need to do. 
if we know what we should do, like the Lord said, it's time to get moving. Time to get moving. The problem with the body of Christ today is not that we are not praying. We, we are praying. We're a praying group. But many of us pray desperate prayers. We are praying like this. God, God help me. God please. God do something please about this problem. Does that sound like prayers that maybe any of y'all have prayed for at one time or another? I, I can raise my hand. You don't have to raise yours, but I'll raise my hand. I know I'm, I've done that. But, <clears throat> folks, God does not want us to pray pleading prayers all the time. He wants us to take authority, just like our intercessory prayer leader has taught us what to do is taking authority over the situation. God wants us to use all the authority He has given us to pray powerful prayers. To boldly command to stretch out your hand and see miracles happen. And you know what? We did. We did. We saw Pastor Dan from being in a not very good situation, being put on a ventilator. That's very serious. But you know, we, we, held, we held together. We held our hand out. And we prayed. And, and, and they were powerful prayers. Each one of you very are all responsible for that. I'd like you all for just a second, if you would, to take a breath and close your eyes just for a moment or two, a minute or so. And I want to read this to you, and I want you to think how what Moses was thinking. I, I can only imagine how Moses felt when he and all the Israelites stood before the Red Sea. They were all excited. Hundreds, thousands leaving under Egypt from slavery, happy, Moses in the lead. And then when they got to the Red Sea, they thought, oh my gosh, we're, we're doomed. What are we going to do? What are we going to do? They were starting to grumble. Moses, you, you let us here to... To get slaughtered, Pharaoh and his army, man, they're bearing down. You can see the, you can see them coming. The dust is flying. They're in trouble. 
Moses cried out to God. But God told him, Moses, why do you cry out to me? For that very moment, can you imagine what Moses thought when God answered him? Saying, why are you crying out to me? <clears throat> Moses, I gave you all the authority that you needed. Take that authority. It was time for Moses and the children of Israel to get moving. God told Moses, I'm, I'm, I've been with you day and night. I've instructed you. I've, you've done, you've performed things for me. Miracles. You've, there's no reason to hesitate now. He told Moses to lift out your rod, lift up your rod, stretch out your hand, and divide the sea, the Red Sea. And Moses did, and we, and the children of Israel, not only, they didn't pass through in mud and, trut, and trying to, you know, go through on muddy ground. Man, they went through on dry ground. He made it that easy. But Moses had to realize, he, I think he somewhat probably thought, oh, my lands. He had a moment probably of, of panic. You know, and he, that is why he cried out to the Lord. And, but the Lord reminded him, Moses, take authority. Take authority. See, the rod that we have today is the name of Jesus. I should have got an amen out of that. <laughs> As you command in Jesus' name, your sea will open and you will go on dry ground through the midst of your problem. He's not gonna he's not gonna have you trudge through something. You're gonna go on dry ground. But again, you've got to take authority over it. Do you realize that Jesus didn't say, did not say, go and pray for the sick. In Matthew 10, 8, Jesus said, go and heal the sick. That's exactly what we did for Pastor Dan. We, we, did, we, we weren't praying passive prayers, pleading prayers. Man, we were going after it. We were going after it. So, the story on this, the, the point on this first one, first story, is to stop pleading and asking all the time. And start using, using the authority that we have been given by Christ. And when we do, we will begin... To see the miracles flow. And, and God has blessed us with seeing one miracle. And I keep going back. Well, actually, we've seen two. Or three. Well, actually, more than that. We've had, we've had Junior. 
Junior's healed. Junior, if you're listening, brother, we're proud. <clears throat> Junior's healed. I've had a blessing. Man, you know what? All of us, all of us have been have had a miracle at one time or another. And that 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 is God. That is God all the way. He said to use our authority and to watch the miracles happen. And as simple as that. Simple as that. Gosh, if I go too fast, I'll have you guys out of here in 10 minutes. <clears throat> yeah. You know what? In my next story, um, is about a blind man named Bartimaeus. But I mean Bartimaeus, I'm sorry. And I want to give you a little history before a little preview on 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 Bartimaeus, what he where he was and what he was faced with. Bartimaeus was a beggar in Jericho, and at that time, in biblical times, Jericho was considered a resort city, a resort town. They had, they had many, many people going in and out of Jericho. They had a lot of trade going on. But also, beggars were very common or a very common sight in towns such as Jericho and, and other towns. Because the reason why there were a lot of beggars is because most jobs during that period in time required very physical labor, very physical. And anyone that had a uh, crippling disease or disability during that time was at a severe disadvantage and was, was honestly, they were forced to beg just to have something to eat or, or something. That was just the way it was. But prior to Bartimaeus's healing by Jesus, Bartimaeus had no option but to be a beggar. He was blind. He was blind. And at, at that time, there, was, there wasn't any cure for blindness. There wasn't any cure. So the only recourse that Bartimaeus had to, was to sit on the roadside and begging. That's all, all he could do. That's all he could do. And in the book of Mark chapter 10 Verse, verses 46 through 52. It says that then they came to Jericho. As Jesus and his disciples together with a large crowd were leaving the city, a blind man, Bartimaeus, 
was sitting by the roadside begging. When he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to shout, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Many in the crowd rebuked him, telling him, Bartimaeus, be quiet, shut up. It's a fact, they were doing it. <clears throat> they kept telling him to be quiet. But you know what? Bartimaeus didn't listen to him. He shouted even more, Son of David, have mercy on me. At that point, at that point, Bartimaeus' mind started clicking. He started thinking, this is my day. Jesus is passing by, will be passing by, by me on this very road. And nothing else mattered to him. Nothing else mattered. He wanted a change. Jesus stopped and said, Call him. So his disciples called to Bartimaeus, Cheer up! On your feet! He's calling you. Wow. Wow. As I said, boy, this was his day. This was his day. Bartimaeus threw his cloak to the side, and he, he, Bible says he jumped to his feet, and they brought him, helped him come to Jesus. What do you want me to do for you? Jesus asked him. Bartimaeus said, Rabbi, I want to see. Go, said Jesus, your faith has healed you. Immediately, Bartimaeus received his sight. See, he took authority over his situation of being a beggar and his belief that Jesus would heal him. Two main important things. See, there could have been another option for Bartimaeus. A different choice he could have made. Just think, with all the people going by, he could have made more money begging that day than he would have made in months. But see, he wasn't thinking what, what Bartimaeus was thinking of and about when he made that choice to take authority over his life and his belief. He wanted to have a new life. A life free from begging 
an independent life where he could take care of himself and make it on his own and to help others. Man, I'm telling you, that, that story right there, I... Ooh, man, that, 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 that was a strong... I was a strong man right there. It's just like the, you know, reminds me of the woman with the issue of blood, her determination to get healed. To, she took authority over her situation. And even though the danger she put herself in by being unclean and going out in the crowd... She risked, she chanced and risked it all just to touch the hem of his garment for her healing. Wow. <clears throat> Whew, man. Well, that, I, um, I went through those three, four stories rather quickly. I, I, I don't, I, the only thing that I have to, that I could say is if, if you have anything that you need or like to have to take authority over, I encourage you to come down to the altars and, and lay it out there, take authority over any situation that you may have, and and um, that's why all of these, all these, what Moses did, what Bartimaeus did, what the woman with the issue of blood did, and I'm sure there's many other stories, tremendous stories, but you know we've all, we've we've all taken authority over things in our lives and one of ours of Pam's and mine is we we took authority three years ago when I was getting ready a month before I retired we 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 took authority over him and to pay everything off now, granted, as Pam can tell you, we drained an account, but hey, you know, that's okay too. But you know what? God has taken care of us because, you know, our tithing has never slowed down. Never has slowed down. And I'm sure that there's other stories that, Pam, do you know of, have anything else on that? That, uh, to me, that, that was a step. Whoo! But, but we did it, and God has been good to us. Um, and I'm sure all of you have incredible stories that you could share that you've taken authority over. Thanks for listening. We hope you will stay connected by subscribing to our podcast and becoming a partner to our ministry. 
Go to BreakthroughEvangelism.com for our evangelism ministries and EpicenterChurchOK.com to connect with our church. Be sure to follow us on all our social media platforms. We want you to be blessed.